get woke. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. <laughs> to my right, we have Huey himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. And across from me, Huey himself. Uh, Gary, how you doing? Doing good. Hi, and my name is Louie. My name is Marvin. Uh, this is Wednesday Comics podcast Huey, for Huey, the Louie. week of uh, 12th. June 12th, 2019. Do you know who they're from? Review some Don't comic kids. books. I'm sorry. I wasn't existed by that oh, point. There's a, there's a reboot, you fuck. <laughs> and um, you don't watch modern In cartoons? In 1998, I was six. And you don't watch cartoons at six? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I was watching probably, Power Rangers, you bro. You probably were still looking the wall at that point. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So, the Comics Podcast. We are going to tell you the comics or review the comics that come out this week, talk about some free talking at the end. I'm thinking of you as an adult looking the wall, though, not <laughs> as a kid. We are going to I'll play tip you over, sir. a little game. If you uh, listened to last week's show, if you haven't, go back and listen to it. This is uh, the sequel, I'm going to call it. Uh, but first, before we get into their free talk, mm-hmm. a little free talk here. So, uh, I thought, you know, you've been bringing it up uh, uh, pre-show, and uh, I am, uh, so I I thought we'd give an update, right? Remember, I was uh, full digital. I am full digital still. Mm -hmm. Uh, Garrett said, uh, mentioned before the show, made a declaration. I did. He said that he is off digital, no more digital for him. He misses the smell of paper in his hands. Well, for those comics. For those comics. He was only sharing them out. It's It's like paying rent. And never actually paying off any of the mortgage. I'll pay rent all my life. It's a nice house. It's convenient. Yeah, but convenience when, let's say, I don't know, something happens and you have, you, you want to go cry yourself to sleep with some nice comics in your arms when you're reading them? I don't cry with my comics. Yeah, you're going to get them <laughs> in the plastic <laughs> bags and boards? Alex doesn't do that. You're Anywho, yes, I decided to discontinue doing digital comics because, hey, I'm already buying. Issues per week. Huh? You're still gonna read stuff on Hoopla and stuff. Yeah, I'll still read on Hoopla just and stuff. Yeah, I just mean like with like things. an unlimited service and the weekly things. But um, yeah, I just want to have books in print that I'm getting month to month. Um, but yeah, I will read all the other stuff in trades or back issues. Alex, how's the digital journey going for you? Hoopla uh, was something you just. It's good. It's good. I'm reading two right now. Uh, Hoopla didn't have scalped like the issue thir- fifteen to eighteen or something, so I couldn't. Couldn't read it. It made me sad, so I went to Chew instead because they had the whole run. Uh, I, you know what? It's one of those things that when I'm rocking my daughter to sleep and I want to read or she's just sleeping, it's like, eh, I'm just going to keep reading. It's great. I don't have to go find the books. I just go, hey, Hoopla, bring book for me to read, please, now. Okay, Mr. Alex, what would you like to read today? I read Chew. Oh, Chew, here we go. This is from Rob Gallery, and it's from... John Lehman. John Lehman. <laughs> Uh, John Lemmy did a detective run. You remember that run? Uh-uh. Yeah. I didn't read that. Uh, yeah, we did. We when? talked about it on the show before. Yeah, he um, did He did uh, Emperor Penguin. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. When David Finch was doing the art? No, you're right. You're right. Back in New 52. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I downloaded uh, Middle West for you guys. going to start reading that. There's a comic book called Freeze, which I've never heard of. It gets from Image. It's fairly new. I heard of it. I saw it when it was coming out, but they had just released a comic a couple months earlier than that about... Snow Globe. Yeah, whatever. It was like Weather Wizard. I read the description, and I think I, I liked the concept. So I was going to read it. I think it's called Snow. It's like the whole yeah. world is uh, in a freeze, and he has the ability to <laughs> touches them that they come back to life, and so he has to make the decision who he brings back. Oh, so, that's neat. Uh, yeah, I just you know keep it to myself a couple years. Then bring, bring some people back one by one, right? How long could you live by yourself before you go crazy? 
you're you, like why you a couple weeks if you're like last, last man situation i am legend right you're will smith how long before you go crazy alex I t- i'm telling you one week you're a very social guy. One week, you're fucking crazy. I don't know. I'm one of the, like I think I'm a, I'm a decent mix because after a while, I do get tired of talking to people. I would it's say just when too you stupid in the when world. you hear Alex, me, you talk to complete fucking strangers every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even mean part of your job. I just mean like if we in were walking general. down the street and you saw something, you had a question, you would just talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've done that. I've gone to stores. I mean stores. I've just gone out inside and I go, "Hey, how are you today?" And the problem is that I say, "How are you today?" Like I care. Because I do. Deep it's, down inside. I, it, I'm saying on an island, if you don't hear me, I'm planning your murder. What do you think, Garrett? You? How long? Till I go crazy? Yeah. I think a week would probably do it. I mean, a week of no... You two are very social. No hopeful things yeah. coming out of it. I mean, there's going to be a point, like, it's like the group's all together. When that group starts breaking apart, you better start sharpening some fucking sticks. No, I'm talking about you wake up, everybody's gone, you don't, oh. get, a, you don't get the dog or anything, it's just you. Depends. Um, is this like current life right now where my wife and daughter are gone? Everybody. Who gives Just a shit? You. I'm going to go hunt things now. <laughs> Zombies, vampires. Like I am legend? Yeah. You're going to see billboards for movies that are never going to come out? No, I'm just saying I'm going to no, go everything, find them. Alex, you don't think you understand me. You wake up and everything's gone. Every living thing on this planet, gone. Even zombies, I'm literally by myself. Just There's you. nothing. Just you in the, in the buildings, baby. You know what? Before the I mountains, go crazy, I'm going to die from starvation. Dude, you go to the Empire State Building to say, aim for the bushes. Oh, excuse me. There's no plants. <laughs> there's no plants, but there's nothing that you become, You can, like, there's no, like, dogs or, or people and stuff like that. Yeah, there's no animal. There's I'll no tell you fauna. what, guys. I last, like, 10 years. I'm good. <laughs> You're a yeah. hermit? Yeah. You well, yeah I am a hermit. So. Remember <laughs> I used to work at home? I never left. Yeah. I, like, I, I, like was in my house for, like, like, six months at a yeah, time. Yeah, geez. You were inside. Oh, God. I remember those days. <laughs> I'd come in, and I was like, this are you right. dead? <laughs> <laughs> And no, be, guys, I haven't left in three days. And you guys would be like, man, look at that rain was pretty bad. I go, it fucking rained? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I got that nice AC. That's what I would do. Like, I would last 10 years because five of that, I'd just be inside, chilling. <laughs> chilling. I'd go to the store, probably, get some uh, cans of co- corn. I don't know why I stumbled over corn. Cans of corn, you think? Because I'm you... saying all the people are gone. The grocery store fucking full. That's true. All I mean, it's going to go fucking bad. All the canned food will be good, though. You probably eat all that protein first, right? Before it goes bad. Or put it in a fucking freezer. No good beans. Yeah, I mean, you'll be fine. Two up a store. <laughs> You're not going to find anybody. Do you guys like cream corn? Yeah. yeah. I never had cream corn. That was it's good. Just, is it just corn? <laughs> it's <laughs> like cream corn. corn. It's like... I don't know what the hands are. Mashed up? <laughs> it's like mashed potatoes? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Why do they call no. it mashed corn then? It's not mashed corn. It's... It's, it's like corn with like half and half in it. It's a, yeah. it's a that's what I'm asking. Like yeah. What's the, what's the juice? I just told you it's like a half and half or a whipping it's, cream. It's or, milk. It's, you're talking. Dairy? I think it's a milk. I think. Yeah. I don't think you should eat it. Fuck, be dude. dead. Yeah, I probably will be dead. Well, not in that ten years though. I'll be away, alive. Uh here we go. Wednesday comics forecast. That was a pretty dumb discussion. Uh, <laughs> but I I'm actually not hungry for corn. You know, it's corn on the cob day yesterday. I love corn on the cob. Corn cob's boss. Yesterday was corn on the cob day. Today was National Dad Bod Day. So you know, I was rocking it out there. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I think they have it after corn on the cob day because you go corn on the cob and then you got Dad Bod the next day. So <laughs> I think the day that needs to follow is National Donut Day, which was last Friday. Oh, well, um, I think they're assuming that you already ate those donuts and it's built up, and then now today. Oh, I see. Now, now it is fat. So now now it's, you know it's solidified, and uh, you gained a couple solidified. LBs. <laughs> I do like corn on the cob. It's a good meal. 
So, do you eat anything else other than the corn on the cob, though? What do you mean? Like, did you have like steak with that, or did you just literally all you had was corn on the cob? Have- yeah, corn on the cob. You just don't eat that as a meal? No. Why not? I don't know. I'd want steak, or I'd want it's very a burger. Filling. It's very filling. Well, it's filling, but I still want something other than I just meat and veggies. You're a Mexican yeah. street corn. No, it's pretty good. One's well, a comics. Here Wait, we go. That, yeah, I've had that. Isn't that the one that's like spicy? Yeah, a little uh, and has like sour cream and cheese. And oh, please God, good. yeah. That sounds good. I'm hungry. That sounds good. Oh, yeah, I know. I want that corn on the cob. That sweet corn, corn. Uh, we didn't talk about books we're reviewing, but we'll uh, I'll pick one right now out of my hat. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I was going to say Getting Falls. That book is not out this week. Uh, but let's talk about Leviathan. Um, Event Leviathan, is that called? Yep, number one. Brian Michael Bennis and Alex Maleev. Uh, number one, this is the start to an event. Six issues? Yep. Six issue event from Brian Michael Bennis in the DC Universe. Uh, you know what? There was a two issue lead up, Road to Leviathan, yep. it was called. And now we are to Leviathan. I did not read the two before. Oh, there was one. It was one ten dollar. Oh, well, I did not read this one book. shot. I'm starting fresh with this event thing. Uh, before I get to what I think of it, uh, what do you guys think? <laughs> event Leviathan. Before I um, get to it, I would say think? art was amazing. Alex Maleev was great. Yep. Story and not only story, dialogue was horrible. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to say, if any of you guys like this book, we might as well no, this fucking show. I mean, like, I was like, this is an event. It felt like, I like half a I started reading this book. Yeah. I stopped, went and read my other issues that we were reading for today, and went back, and halfway through, I was like, do I have to read the rest of this? I did, but I was, it, was, it wasn't uh, Wolverine bad. No. Um, I feel I like, finish it I feel like Brian Michael Bendis has, like, a multiple personality disorder, because... Not like Superman, like how he writes Superman is not how he writes this, but those two are both fucking horrible. And then how he writes action comics is incredible. So I'm like, who the fuck are you? So there was two moments in which like don't seem like this character at all. So Batman for at one point says like it's, oh, it's center deduction. I was like, what the fuck would he ever say that? No, I don't think he would ever say that. that's like a Sherlock Holmes thing. And what's this alluding to saying Superman? Why can't they? freaking say superman like they did that in doomsday clock and i got it there and then like this was just like hey that was pretty cool technique why don't we do that where they're like he who be your husband okay. do those so, things i was but, like so superman if, clark kent i honestly pick. thought i had a printing error because i was like this does not make fucking sense to me what are they trying to say mm-hmm. uh and it took me a long time to be like i think they're just trying to say you can't say this person's name I didn't even catch that they're trying to see Superman because it was so fucking confusing for no reason. Yeah, for no freaking reason, unless there was like a bug, but they don't even allude to there being a bug. Or and then Green Arrow thing. calls Batman a nerd. That, that was yeah. the one that took me out of the book. <laughs> I was nerd? Like, I thought, seriously? What the fuck? I was like, if anything, Oliver makes his own arrows. That shit's nerdy too. Like, I don't understand. Well, there was this one speech bubble that was pointed at Green Arrow, but I'm pretty sure Batman said it where it was something about like bandaging up Lois. Or uh, the one where it's... An- Bruce's chest, and I'm like, who's, yeah. who's supposed to be speaking? Because Lois, Lois is way over here. Yeah, Bruce is above, and so it looks like it could be yeah. Green Arrow speaking. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Oliver and Lois are on like first name speaking terms. Yeah. It's like Green Arrow and Lois Lane. The only thing that was nice is when I saw Leviathan actually show up, and I don't even mm-hmm. know if that's his name is Leviathan now because they were all I like, would call him that. Maybe you're Leviathan. <gasps> Wait, maybe you're Leviathan. Who the f- who gives a shit? Well, the the leader of Leviathan is wearing the spiral face technology to screw up his face. Well, he looks scary. Yeah. All that panel did when they showed Leviathan reminded me that yesterday they showed the cover to the first issue of 
Batman Catwoman from Tom King. Do you right. see that? Uh-huh. And it's going to be in that book. They're going to have the Mask of the Phantasm. Like that's the villain. That's fun. And I saw that. So when I saw Leviathan, it just reminded me of that being like, oh, I want to read that. Like there was nothing about this. And I, once again, mm-hmm. like I even said on the forecast, I was like, Brian Michael Bendis, I gave him a shot. I didn't like it. Let me give him another shot uh, in this DC world. But it, A, boring. Did you read Action Comics ever? No, I, I'll read Okay. A, boring. B, confusing. And then C, out of character. That's what this was. Well, and to give you guys a little head start on this, in Action Comics, probably about six issues went into leading up to the Leviathan huge one-shot leading into this event. And basically what had happened is they kidnapped Clark Kent. Um, and this was Talia Ghoul that kidnapped him um, to basically kill him. Or they wanted to bring Superman to their fortress, not knowing that Clark Kent is Superman. They put him in a kryptonite vest, which was like killing him from the inside out. And Leviathan comes in and sets him free. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. This was not supposed to happen. She's kind of sloppy. And then he takes Talia in there in a helicopter and he like throws her out of the helicopter. Um, So like I'm interested in who the Leviathan character is. But for this being a mystery book, what? I mean, is the mystery who's Leviathan, but not once do they say that in the entire issue. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I honestly, Alex Millivard is great. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing I could take away from this book. Yeah. Like I was reading through it. There's a lot of dialogue and a lot of dialogue that doesn't say anything. I don't think anybody said anything at all. That was worthwhile. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when people uh, just talk and you're like, you're using empty words. You're not mm-hmm. saying anything. Mm-hmm. There's nothing happening. Well, so there's no building in the story. There's no, inf- you know, when we had the um, last night on earth and that whole two page spread really was them telling you the story of what's going on. That was useful. This whole book felt I can't that tell you way. what's happening. It, no, I have no idea. Yeah. No clue. I have no... I was, I was that Trevor was in a... Um, well, that part Trevor. was horrible. <laughs> but that, Again, but that art looked great. And I was like, oh, this... Okay, maybe maybe the first couple pages were really wordy, and we're going to get into really yeah. fun... Oh, okay. I mean, it's, we it's got an announcement leave drawn Batman, and I was excited to see that. <clears throat> but is it worth it <laughs> to stay with this series? I don't like I don't know. Like, I, I'm, unfortunately, I feel horrible that I've stepped into this now going, I don't give two shits. And I'm sure I know this will lead to um, Lois Lane book and the mm-hmm. Jimmy Olsen. It's like, yeah, that that's cool. Um, I'm sure you can just start with those. I would say I think I'm gonna. I, I don't think I'm gonna get the rest of this. I don't think I care. And nothing against uh, Bendis. He's he's written good things. Infamous Iron Man, I loved until he took a shit on the last issue. Well, AutoZone is not an appropriate joke for anyone to say. Was that other in that than book? that commercial, yeah. Yeah, it was in the book because yeah. it was Doctor Strange who says it. <clears throat> like he changes characters to match what he wants it to be, but you're not being true to anybody. Well, no, that's like right when Batman was talking all formal. Like I thought of like Iron Man and Avengers. Like Doth Mother know you weareth her drapes? Like I thought of that the entire time. I was like, this is just comical. Like Batman would never talk this way. Yeah, I was gonna say the whole every single piece of dialogue out of Bruce's mouth. I was like, this is not this person. Right. Like is it? Or, and when Green Arrow shoots him with the Taser arrow. I was like, oh, is it a clone? Like, it's not actually him? Is it going to be a robot? And it, but it was Bruce. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Because it didn't make sense to me. Anything right. he was saying, I was like, this is not this person. I don't understand. Because even like if you read Batman and Detective, obviously it's a different writer. There's a different kind of voice there. But the character seems the same. Yeah. Like the character that seems the same, it just seems like in Detective, he's more aggressive. He's doing uh, adventure stuff. And then Batman, he's more introspective. And he's just uh, uh, not so... Uh, 
I, he is angry still. But in this book, I was like, this is a totally different person. I don't know who mm-hmm. this is. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. I don't maybe, know. maybe that's the, the mystery. It's supposed to be everyone screwed up, but I did not enjoy this. This was a three. <clears throat> Plus, I think uh, you have to, uh, uh, at a certain point, I don't, and that's not what I don't, how I wanted to start this, but it's supposed to be a mystery book, and the yeah. mystery cannot be... Just because you don't, you're not explaining shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're being confused in that way, being like, dude, like, no, we need a mystery. Lead us down a path. It needs clues. Yeah. And then you slowly reveal until you give us the reveal. The confusing part can't be you telling me the story. Like, I need something. I need to be following something. Otherwise, there's no point. Yeah, I, uh, three seems uh, relevant. I mean, uh, I'm going to give it a five only because I've read a lot of like, prelude to this so i kind of i understand what's happening basically this leviathan group is trying to get rid of all other factions um i'm gonna give it a three because but, but even but even i understood that they were trying to get rid of everybody else that's why right. argus was taken out do deo was taken out um, holy shit when uh trevor says argus and then he explains what the acronym means yep holy fuck that was i was i was that was almost done at that point when he's like, Argus, uh, what does it stand for? Um, Do you remember? I can't remember. Augmentation of stupid crap that we don't care about. He goes, yeah, I agree. He says, and he goes, as as you know. And then he goes on, and I was like, nobody fucking talks like that, dude. Yeah. And of course, Batman fucking knows what Argus is. Lois knows what it is. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows what it is. It's not like they're brand new. Right. It's a thing that's been around forever. They all know. Yeah. Oh. It was craptastic. I'm glad uh, we started with that one, because all the books after this probably are better. Uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm, the one I want to say is, is it's a good book, so don't worry. We'll I'm going to give it a three, one uh, point for Batman, Maleev Art, uh, one point for Green Arrow, Maleev Art, and then the last point, the Leviathan looked okay at the end. So <laughs> Coloring was good. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe. Uh, I think with that, you need a four if you're going to give the coloring. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I'll get a four. Oh, no, maybe, I'm sticking with a three. You made it there. There was, there. there was things that looked good, not enough to make the story any more interesting. There's a lot and of way too many word bubbles. Yeah, I was say a lot of word bubbles covering up that great art. Yeah. So, so no, nope. three, three is pretty solid. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, what was his name? Immortal Hulk number nineteen. Al Ewing and art by Joe Bennett. Uh, this may have been my favorite issue that I've read of Hulk. Holy shit, was it horrifying? Yes, this from was cover to cover. Damn, like every page I turned, I was just like awestruck i was like what the fuck we started out with that little bit of a flashback <clears throat> where betty's sitting in the front seat talking to uh whatever the commander's name is or the young man's name who is now the douchebag bad guy who is running the show uh shadow base yeah the shadow base and kind of giving this you know when you when you spider sets the web spiders are really important um that butterfly you know it needs to, it needs to die to to help cut down the insects you know you're full of shit then you get to well the- he explains though that like if you were to kill uh the, the butterfly spider. the web stays intact but if the butterfly gets free of the web it's going to break the web and then more insects get loose yep. and because it's it like a ecosystem thing yeah well it was bullshit well that's their we- whole thing they want to be in control i know that's when the- i get that and so then when you get to the next that that abomination is fucking scary yeah. I mean, he literally lives up to the name Abomination. And he starts acid jizzing all over Hulk. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, Hulk punches him in the face and they go, how strong is that acid? We're going to find out. Hulk looks at his hand. He's like, what the fuck? Why is, Why is it, it not healing? <laughs> yeah. uh, I will agree with you guys. I think it is my favorite issue of this series, even though like the, I think the first three are very solid of this mm-hmm. of this series. But this one, I think, actually is on the same level as those three, like in terms of horror. Yep. 
Uh, I would say also, and this is going to be a spoiler for the rest of our reviews, uh, this is my favorite book this week. Yes. Like, oh, 100%. No fucking question. Full. No fucking There's, question. There, there was one close one for me, and it would be Invaders for this week. Whoa, spoilers. But this was by far, when I got done with this book, I was satisfied with it, Gee. and I was terrified. By uh, so he burns Hulk's hands and legs off. And his eyes and out. And his eyes, so, he's, so he can't see. And then the, the Red Harpy story. comes on... Uh, well, about halfway yeah, through, yeah. she comes in, and like she's with the reporter girl we've seen early on in the series, um, and they made this deal to like kind of take out the shadow base and like get to Hulk. Well, Harpy has just gone freaking berserker. Well, and, and so, not to cut you off, Shadow Base had set up a uh, perimeter that no civilians will escape this. Oh, there's yeah. No, there's no, this is quarantined off, and so this woman comes running out and goes, are you guys comps? No. Shoot her right in the head. Oh, yeah. That was pretty rough. And so then you, what is, I don't remember what the girl's name is, but the, the reporter is there. I'm, I'm so-and-so reporting, and it's like, oh, we're going to kill you, too. And all of a sudden, Red Harpy shows up, and she is just tearing him apart. Literally grabs the one guy and goes, we're, you know, we're real sorry. Rips his head off. Yeah, she's popping all their heads oh, off gosh, like she's, toys. She's just killing everybody. And the reporter's like, you didn't have to do that. She's You're just sitting whole- there, like, trying to process it. The one cheesy part I did think, though, is when they announced themselves. Like, she's like, I'm whatever, whatever Williams, and I'm here from this news channel. I'm like, pretty sure if you just watch someone get shot in the forehead, you're not going to, like, announce yourself to your newscast. Well, but it's one of those things where I think if you're you're the the news reporter, you are meant to be safe from that kind of violence. Dude, they were, like, no, I know. And then, like and, and, 20 yards away. I mean, they're that. mercs, and they're like, we don't give a shit. We're getting paid for this. Uh, but when I watched Red Heartbeat Clean House, it's like, holy crap, you're a monster. Well, yeah, and then they're running through the shadow. They're running through the facility, and when, like, Harpy sees that guy, like, I don't know if he's praying or he's, like, chanting something, oh, she playing. puts her hand on his head because, like, she's popped the heads off every other dude. And... You just see that she just left in there. I was I was, like, it was almost like oh. a, a, a "you're safe. I'm not going to kill you," and she goes about her business. No, it was not. That was that. You don't think that a killer monster putting its hand on your head and just hovering there, deciding whether or not it's going to kill you, means that hey, it's okay. No, hey, it means she was it means like Betty's still in you're there. You're lucky that you're surviving the freaking grip of God right here. And then yeah, she walks away and the kid's just like peeing his pants because he's like, I almost died. Peeing his pants, shit his pants. <laughs> exactly. There's no and, way and that any, was like Any liquid thing. he had in his body just ran out. Yeah, he is. He is out. <laughs> I didn't say up. that he won't kill himself after she left, but she's like, yeah, you're not, wor- not worth it. You haven't caused me any problems. Then she flies over to Hulk. You think she's going to help out? No, my God. Turns out well, she... first she comes on the scene. He's a husk. That's when you first see him because we do see him like lose his arm to the uh, acid. Yeah. Uh, and I think we see him like get spit on it again, like his other arm. He gets spit in the face a little bit. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. he's fine. Uh, but when they cut back, his arms and legs are gone and his eyes are all sunken into his head. Oh, um, and then so Red Harpy shows up and you're like, okay, Red Harpy's going to help him out. You know, Betty's still in there. And uh, she digs into his chest and pulls out his heart. And the whole time Hulk starts is eating it. And yeah, Hulk is yelling out for help. Betty, why are you doing this? I can't see. Why are you doing this? Hulk, Hulk. need Betty. Hulk needs help. And oh my gosh, she rips open his chest, rips out his heart, then eats it. And is yeah, biting it. I thought she was going to rip it out because we had seen in that one issue when he was in the lab that his heart can still like regenerate. Right. So I thought she would rip out his heart and then he can grow his body out around it even though he like his hands burnt off. But no, and then she started eating it. She's so going to eat it and take a crap at his chest. Well, how's that? I mean. If uh, she eats it, here's the question. 
She eats it. Would it regenerate in her stomach and he could burst out of it? I don't know. I mean, that's the one thing is that obviously. Or, like you said, stomach can she eat it, fly somewhere, drop one, and then he comes out of it? Maybe. Maybe that's the plan. She's like, this is the backup plan that Bruce and I came up a long time ago with. He gets the shit kicked out of him. I'm supposed to eat his heart and take it down. I'm excited to see what happens. It is called Immortal Hulk. So the guy can't die. So I feel like we'll obviously he's coming back. No, I mean, I'm, but I don't know how. Like, that's what I'm excited to see. Like, I mean, he, he, took, he took a headshot to the face, was fine. I mean, it took a little bit to heal up. He was fine. Uh, and he, obviously, we're still missing out on the, the story C where Doc Sampson is somewhere because that was mm-hmm. after this has happened. Right. So, who's to say she didn't go take a, d- a dump on that building? And he burst <laughs> right out. <laughs> um, uh, do you think this next issue, though, like Hulk comes back and then Red Harpy and Hulk punch Rick Jones' abomination in the face from both sides and just like a pimple will pop him? Yeah, like in uh, Power Rangers. Uh, excuse me, Abomination. Abomination. It's two people. Right. <laughs> who's, the, who's the second one? One's Jones and who? Oh, one's Blonsky. Yeah. Mm. They're combined. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. why there's two faces. Uh, it's 10. Yeah, oh, 10, 100%. Ten Art was better. so good. And the colors, and yeah, it was just grotesque mm. and awesome. Yes, this is a 10. This is amazing. I literally, uh, after I read this, I texted some of our mutual friends. I'll tell you off there. Um, but they're like kind of into comics every once in a while when something's good. And I go, you have to fucking read this book. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. read this book. It's uh, there's only been like one issue that we really didn't enjoy, but it's still okay. But, it wasn't but it's led up to the stuff. But everything else, fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like um, this book deserves. You know, usually, and we'll talk about this book later on today. Usually, something will come out and be great, but it doesn't sell and it gets canceled. I am so happy that Immortal Hulk is one of the top selling titles. It fucking beating Batman for the first time ever in ten years, and it's this fucking good. Like it, that makes me more. Excited. Hey, I was on a review website that I read that like, and like there was a bunch of rave reviews for Hulk and like Batman got less than it for like reviews wise. Well, this, this, that's because they can't figure out about Thomas. I'm telling you by now I've already, I would have normally dropped a Hulk book. It's either gotten too stupid. This book has stayed grounded, has stayed horror for most, excuse me, most of the issues. Uh, if you're not picking up this book, you're really missing out. I like the way he looks is, too. He yes. does look like a monster. Right. And I think Joe Bennett All is, is my go-to for a Hulk artist. Yeah, it's good. Like, he knows how to make him scary. He gets all that detail. It's spectacular. What did you this give is, it, Alex? This is a 10. Solid, solid 10. Yeah, that's a... Uh, he is rising talent, for sure. Average of 10 across the board. So. 30. That's what we gave it tonight, a 30. Garrett, what else do we get? Uh, next, we have Detective Comics number 1005, written by Peter J. Tomasi, with art by Brad Walker. Um, I read 1004 and 1005 back to back. 1004 was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap, some of the best storytelling I've ever read um, about the origin of the Arkham Knight, or otherwise known as Astrid uh, Arkham. Arkham yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's got to be there somewhere. Um, I won't dive into that one much, but what we start out on this issue is basically what happened at the end of the last issue is the Arkham Knight has an even bigger sun bomb um, that can turn Gotham City's darkness like like super freaking bright. Um, blind you. It can blind you. Yeah. Daredevil style. Right. So Batman and Robin, which it's fun seeing Batman and Robin work together in this book. Yeah, I, I really say, enjoy yeah. that. Um, and Brad Walker's art style just makes them so vibrant and like working together like cohesively. I really enjoy it. 
I kind of like the fact that, in, at least art-wise, when you look at the style of their eyes, when they mm-hmm. wear their masks, they actually have lenses to protect their eyes. That's that not really just... cool. <laughs> well, Bruce is broke, baby. Well, I know he's broke, and that's why he ends up going, you know, spoilers, blinded in this issue. But that's why I think it's so interesting. Normally, you don't see the, the Bat family actually have visors other than if they're wearing a helmet like Red Hood. This was great. Like, just as a being focused, it made me excited. Like, mm-hmm. a focused point of view. This was great. Um, so basically the plan is Arkham Knight is trying to, uh, get her sun bomb to go off, which she does successfully. Um, really cool, which we messaged, uh, John Boylan, the king of the swamp thing, um, about Arcane showing up in this, him and his unmen. Yeah. The, uh, unmen basically created a huge mountain unmen barrier around the, uh, the observatory. Yeah. Which is the castle. castle. Um, where the sun bomb's going to be lit off. And uh, that was cool seeing Batman fight through like all these branches from Poison Ivy, then through the Unmen. And that, or maybe that was just all Unmen. It was just all Unmen. Yeah. Yes. Um, Robin knocks out Phosphorus. Pretty easy. No, Arcane. Arcane? No, the same person. No, you're right. He did Arcane with the... Uh, he took a little pill and fuzzed right. him up. Which w- I'm guessing is some kind of... I don't know. Cyanide? Maybe killed him. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, cyanide. maybe he killed him. <laughs> He's already dead-ish. So. Anyways, everyone gets blinded. Batman gets blinded because, like these guys said, um, and they are able to apprehend Astrid Arkham, I thought, pretty easily. Like It didn't seem like a huge, big fight. That The only issue I have with this is that it seems like we wrapped up uh, the conclusion pretty fast. Yeah. But it, but it is one of those things that, you know, it kind of made sense that her conclu- that this conclusion would have came down. I guess we know from issue 1004, she is very well trained in fighting and technique mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. But again, it's hard to hold up against the Batman. This man's well, been doing it for years and years and years. If you see the end of this issue, though, she gets put in Blackgate. Uh, she's on a transportation unit to Blackgate. She escapes. Yep. So I, yeah. So she's going to be around. Still. Yeah. I think that's what's awesome is like they thought they took care of her. And now she's going to come back probably bigger and badder. Well, and, that, and that's what made me excited, though, is that, yes, they took care of her easily this time. Maybe she hadn't thought all the way through her plan. She thought she was doing everything to cover it. No, she didn't. The next time we see her, she's going to show up and she's going to, you know, bring in more villains to help distract the bat. Like, there's there's things that I'm okay with her going down easily as long as I know there is going to be another round. Mm-hmm. And the next round is going to be, I've learned from my mistakes. You won't get me this way again. God, I really wish we reviewed 1004 on the show because that was just like one of the did best you read comics the I read. I did not. I haven't annual read that yet. Good. And I peered good. through it. It had nothing to do with this art. No, well, I, I made the mistake. I thought I had to read like that yeah. in between. Didn't have to. But same with when I read Catwoman. I read the, I didn't read it. I zoomed through it to see if it had anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a nice seven for me. I'm at a nine. I really enjoyed it. I mean, the last issue was definitely a 10. Um, so I think reading those back to back just felt like a really nice Batman epic um, instead of Batman brooding by himself. Uh, I repeat, by himself all the time. I, I think I'm going to give it an eight. It was very strong. I really enjoyed the art. Um, and knowing that Arkham Knight is going to be out on the loose again is exciting. Um, so at the end of the book, Batman gets blind, right? And uh, Damien drives him home in the mm-hmm. Batmobile. That was fun. Um, earlier in the show, pre-show, out loud, I said, why are people so fucking stupid? Because <laughs> I was reading a comment on a review for that book, and at the bottom said, it doesn't make sense. Batman's blind and he's driving the car. I'd be like, did you read the fucking book? 
Yeah, like Damien makes a fucking joke that he's driving. Like, pay, pay the fuck attention. And Raiders number six. Here we go. Chip. Zadarski, uh, Butch Geis, and Carlos Mango. This is the uh, finale of the arc. Uh, not the finale of the book, though. Uh, we thought this might be a mini, but it looks like it's going to be an ongoing. But uh, it might get canceled. Book's not doing so hot. And um, which is a shame because I think actually is uh, pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. This is uh, a good issue. Both artists, I think, do a great job with uh, matching the tone of the, the time frame that it's telling a story in. The past stuff with Butch Geis looks fantastic. But then when you go to the future, I think also has like a big kind of blockbuster kind of feel. Uh, in the last issue, we saw the missile heading towards the city blew up. And this issue, we, we found out that it wasn't to kill anybody. It was to turn them to uh, Atlanteans. No way. And uh, so he has a huge city of people turned to Atlanteans, and they're all dying because they're above water. And uh, Captain or Iron Man wants to go fight uh, Namor and then gets smacked by Captain Marvel. And he goes, what are you doing? And he goes, uh, Namor's trying to save them. So he's trying to like give them water. Like he had these huge in. waves yep. coming from the city. Uh, so his plan, which I thought actually is pretty smart, He's not looking to kill off the human race. He's going to convert them to Atlanteans and build his uh, Atlantean Kingdom. race. So he just he made them Atlanteans and he saved them. And then they were like, what are you doing? He's trying to save these people right now. And then he took them with him. Um, and they can, uh, they seem confused on what to do. They're like, he saved those people, I guess. I mean, he's a bad guy, but he's not a monster. But he's he not a bad guy. Bad guy does not make <laughs> you a bad guy. Uh, in the past, we saw. Uh, I think th- so. This book, and, and you could have told me uh, how long the how long ago the six crim- sex criminals come out, like when it first started coming out. Oof. Five years ago, six years ago. If you told me five six years ago that Chip Zdarsky would be one of my favorite writers, uh, I would have said you're fucking crazy, because this guy was an artist, right? He, he probably helped uh, Matt Fraction work on the story on. Um, Sex, sex criminals. criminals. It's never coming back out. But <laughs> now it's never coming out again. Because uh, they're making a TV show. And that's what Matt's working on. Um, but when we get Daredevil, when we get this book here, like I've never been more surprised by a writer. Yeah. Um, somebody who used to literally tell dick jokes in a book. And in this book, like there's... So in, in the World War II part, there's a part where they're talking about the, the war. There was a bomb that went off. And there's this very nice scene. It's very subtle uh, where Namor and them are talking and they're talking about how they can make the world peaceful and how this can all stop. Well, this never has to happen again. And Namor says, no, I'm going to make sure that the world's at peace and no matter what. And so like his plan is instead of having Atlanteans and humans that are always in conflict, he's going to make them all Atlanteans. I feel like there's going to be some issues with that. So, yeah. So, uh, it ends with a name we're getting away and the rest of them, uh, you know, trying to figure out where he went. Captain took off. He's on a little uh, uh, sabbatical. He's going to go find himself. And uh, Human Torch is uh, rebuilding himself. And, like, it's kind of like... If, Tony's if, rebuilding him. Tony's rebuilding him. Um, it was a very nice issue. Like, there wasn't a conclusion that I thought. What happened? It's a nice one when like, oh, like the bad guy got one over on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he didn't kill anybody. He did save them. Like, we thought he was going to kill all these people. Uh, he did, you know, change them to Atlanteans. But they're confused. and like, but he's, he, I don't see, like, the, he didn't try to harm them in any way. So 
that's I think that's why Cap leaves. He doesn't know what to do. Uh, we have Human Torch being rebuilt, and it's a nice little issue being like, here's season one of this thing. We're going to season two. Namor's still the bad guy. So now I see how this is going to be an ongoing. Where, I, uh, where's Bucky? He got shot in the head by a blank. Yeah. By a blank? In one of the issues that you had read. Oh, he yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot in the head Knock with a blank. Up. He's fucked He up. gave his gun away, but the gun didn't work unless he was holding it. He had the sweet bond. Only he can do it. You know, this is one of those things, though, that I actually enjoyed the fact that Namor got away. I want, yeah. You always see the heroes win, and the bad guy That's gets what the I shit mean. down. It was like, like, the bad guy nice. wins, but nobody dies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which was very... Like, it It. It felt different than any other book I've, I've like, read um, in terms of, like, it ends with Namor being smarter than those heroes because they didn't anticipate that he wasn't just full-out evil and crazy. Like, he had a plan, and they weren't even looking for a plan. Right? And even Rowan, uh, is that his name? Yep. Got oh. changed into an Atlantean, and the, the, he got... Roman. 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 He got double-crossed, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, this this is our job here. And the people that, um, his handlers that were, like, on his team, like, killed themselves. Like, they didn't want to, they didn't turn to Atlanteans. They died, but they made sure that Roman got turned, and, uh... Now Roman and Namor are like Atlanteans, and they're like ruling the sea. I, I you know what? It's very hard to describe, but I think. But for me, like in the conclusion of an arc, I it's so, I enjoyed it a lot. Well, what a way to leave the book open to building on this, and there is no definitive end. I mean, something happened. What do you do now? I'd give this a solid eight. Uh, it's very good. It's a nine for me. It's good. I like the art a lot. But you guys need to do more work. Will you bring up Catwoman for me? <laughs> Catwoman number phone, 12. Phone, sorry, my phone's dead. Catwoman number 12 by Joel Jones and uh, Francisco Blanco on art, I believe. I, I thought it was somebody else. I, I, didn't, I didn't know if it was Catwoman Blanco or not. Catwoman 12, I think I believe it's Blanco. I know it's Catwoman 12. I just couldn't remember if it's Blanco Joel or Jones? it's a different it's one. It's a writer? Yep, you're right. My phone's dead, so I can't tell you. He's looking it for me. Joel Jones, writer? Correct. Solid. Joel Jones is the writer. Yes. Oh Do we understand? The art, yes. Marvin was right. Fernando Blanco, Blanco and Hugo Petrus. Oh, that's when I saw Blanco. Petrus. What do you think, Alex? This, okay, so I was telling Garrett before the show, and Marvin probably overheard it. Um, I still, I want to I like Catwoman, but this is one of those books now, it seems to, we, we're still in that first arc. We're still trying to catch up. Yeah, we got a couple arc. I mean, the B story is still the first arc. Yeah, that's, well, I mean, but that's, that's the part that I'm noticing. So there's there's a little bit of theft. We're looking for these two parts of a heirloom magical thing. Obviously, we'd saw we'd seen the first one when Catwoman goes to map. steal it. The map. Yes, half a map. And then we uh, we go to uh, an antiques. No, we go to an auction to go steal this mask. That was and, the other half of the map. And, that, the yeah, map. and so map. when you put them together, something happens. Well, yeah. we don't know what that is yet. Uh, she asked the guy's help. Yep. We, we meet this uh, very attractive man that she and him make eyes across this room. And even the friend. They team up. Carlos, Carlos, Carlos. goes. Yeah. She's cheating uh, on Bruce? <laughs> she left a long time ago, bro. She, man, when she you go do whatever she wants. Yeah, you leave him at the altar. You can, I'm pretty sure that means you're not together she anymore. She just jumped so. off a building. So. Whoa, it didn't leave him at the altar. Left him off the roof. Well, he jumped off the ah, roof. That's too. the altar. That's his altar. That's his altar. That's his uh, break room. That's his office. That's the way we blindfold that priest. Anyway, so then you get the other story oh, yeah, of, of, the, of the bad guys. Oh, the Go ahead. Of the noseless lady. I don't remember what her name is. Um, Her name is... Anti-Voldemort. 
Creel or something like that? Creed? Creel? Cre- uh, yeah, you're right. Something Creel. Because I thought of uh, Cre- Creel from Immortal Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, she, so she's having a conversation telling her son that, and I don't know if it was this issue or if it was issue 11. It was this issue. That her she's, son. Yeah. She, she's in the limo with her son. No, she's, inter- she's interrogating yeah. the woman that got kidnapped in issue 11, mm-hmm. which is Carlos's aunt, mm-hmm. uh, Linda, who takes care of Catwoman's sister. Linda, Linda. <laughs> Like this, like it's it's. There's a lot of stuff listen, going on listen. in this book, like it, and and the it looks great. Blanco does a fairly decent job. I wish Joel Jones was on it. Um, I actually like Blanco's art a lot, and this issue specifically. So this one it does. He actually seemed to have best, stepped yeah. up a little bit. There's a lot more detail, especially that car chase scene. It felt very Joel Jones. Was that in this one? Or 11? That was in this one. Okay, yeah. I only read twelve. So okay, well yeah. I read eleven, twelve, and I looked at the annual. Um, I really like this issue. Even though I know that the B story is a slow burn, but I feel like there's enough in the A for me to still like it. The art's fantastic. Um, it is. It's kind of weird because in the A story you get enough, but in the B story, which I think is uh, uh, we're more invested in, it it is turning kind of slow. But in the A story, it goes fast. So we constantly we've had like three or four stories in the A story, and in the background, this villain has been building. Now the danger here is. If she turns out to be not a good villain, and we no. but when we get to that storyline, it doesn't pay off. But because uh, they've been building it for so long, twelve issues that's that's been a year, yeah. right? Um, but I think there's enough, at least in the A story, that I enjoyed. Is very nice uh, seeing them get away from the cops. I thought the art was great during that scene. They do the heist to capture the mask. Uh, I like that part a lot because you see Catwoman being a robber, not robber. That's bur- a burglar. Well, a cat, a cat burglar. Well, is that a robbery though? Burglary usually is... Uh, well, it's not forceful. It's yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah. She's a thief. She does sleight of hand. Yep. Got that mask out of there. And then uh, her person who she was with uh, thought it was too boring and needed to do something else to get something for himself. So he robbed an armory car. And that's why the cops were after them. Because he robbed a little cash. Chicken. Um, but overall, I mean, it's nothing that... It's not incredible. It's not a Mortal Hulk for me. Right? It's no. not like, man, I gotta read this fucking book. But also, for me, it's... Uh, I would say, like... It's a book when it comes out. Enjoy it. It's good. It's a, I mean, it's a nice. seven. It's not the best. It's a nice book. What am I good to say? It's a nice eight for me. Really? Yeah, it's a nice eight. Wow. I like the art a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I suppose. I, I just I miss Joel Jones. I know I'm I'm living in the past. Have you ever seen that video that I just referenced? Mm-mm. Linda, listen, listen. You never seen that? Uh, I don't remember it. Oh, okay. You have to show me. I thought you had recognized that's why you were smiling, but I'll that's just because it's funny. No, oh. it's because your face. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Garrett. It, it, it felt like more like uh, five. You were like oh, yeah, right. you were like said the joke and you were like nodding like. Did you end up funny, getting right? What's that? Did you end up getting Sonata? No, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> book, the book you talked about from Image that was the number one. Oh, yeah, you're right. With the cool cover that you're like, oh, that's pretty good. I might actually, you know, uh, it's cool. Hey, man, that was a week <laughs> ago. Two weeks that's ago. That's true. Alex, how many years do we have to be friends for you to know today exists today? Tomorrow? Don't remember. <laughs> Tomorrow? I don't remember. I mean, I probably should have looked at but I'm not going to. I picked it up. You don't know this? Like, I do this all the time. And if I go out to house or the door, that has his toy. And then Matthew has all his toys. Okay, but I have to yell at you guys. Linda, Linda, listen, 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 you. listen, listen, Linda, listen. Okay, what? Like everything they do. There you go. 
By the way, that sounds listen, like my Linda. daughter jabbering. Listen, listen, Um That sounds like uh, Navi from uh, Ocarina yeah. of Time. Hey, listen. Shut hey, up, listen. Navi. If I could slice you with my sword, I would. But you're just too fucking small. <laughs> you keep disappearing into my hat. So that was Catwoman number 12. Invaders number 6. Yeah. Detective Comics 1005. I already forgot. Immortal Hulk 19. And, and Leviathan event number 1. What do we yeah. say about those books? <laughs> Event Leviathan, more <laughs> like <laughs> Borathin. Borathin, garbage. Get your books wherever you want to get your books and let you keep her. Right, your dad. Uh, here we go. We're going to play a little, little game here. Uh, <laughs> Alex is uh, going to play a different role than last week, but we have Garrett here to play a Hello. little of... Sounds like a porn. Win Garrett's money back. Oh. So Garrett's going to get a chance. It's called uh, Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Alex has a chance to double his money to $2, two billion. billion. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Garrett doesn't owe him anything. This is how he's getting out of debt. Um, you still have to pay $50,000. You have to listen to the show. That was that was an answer. Yeah. There's fifty thousand that still comes to me, which is fine. But the billion dollars, we can get you out of that debt today, and I get your car uh, and my car. Yep. This is pretty even. I'm still getting fifty thousand to buy a new one. <laughs> so uh, here's how this is gonna work. You're gonna play the same game that Alex said. It's questions. You get some multiple mm-hmm. choice. The same we questions. get through them. Uh, no different questions. Cool. So what's gonna happen is is that uh, when you if you fail a question, you're not out. You fail a question, I ask Alex a question. If Alex fails that question, you're still in. Mm-hmm. If Alex can answer a question correctly, then you're out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if he answers incorrectly, we'll go back to you, and I'll skip it and we'll go to the next one. You just have to make it through. Um, let me pull it up here. How many questions is this thing? You have to make it through 10 questions. <laughs> To win your money back, and uh, by him not answering the question correctly, that means that you get to skip that question. So you don't even have to answer any of them correctly, as long as Alex does not. Also, so so as long as I get one though that he doesn't get, he has to get one right out of ten. Yeah, as soon as you miss one, I have to get nine out of ten. As soon as you miss one and he gets one, it's over. So if I don't answer, just skip it. No, if you skip it, it goes to me, and if I answer it, you lose. Uh, you won't be asked the same question. I'll ask you. Oh, I, you, this is a different yeah. question. Different question. Okay. Hmm. Are you ready? I think so. If I understand the rules, which I'm kind of scratching my head. If on. you don't get any and I don't get any, you win. <laughs> if you don't get it and I get it, I'll you ask lose. you a question. What if I get it? Then you just I keep ask going you a question. You keep going. But if you fail, you get a chance to recover. If Alex does not get answer a different question correctly. Uh-huh. Okay. But if he answers it correctly, that's a stab to the heart. That's like you dropping the shield and he comes in. That's with me running you down with my car. <laughs> All right. Let's kill this poozer. <laughs> what superhero was born with the curse of Kordax? Is it Hawkman, Ghost Rider, Captain Marvel, or Aquaman? Ooh. The curse of Kordax. That's K-O-R-D-A-X. Say the options again. Hawkman, Ghost Rider, Captain Marvel, or Aquaman? I'm going to go with Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is what Garrett says. Let's see. Mm, oh, incorrect. Shit. It is not Captain Marvel. Is it this one? Well, nope. It's not that one. It's Aquaman. Uh, who is it? Aquaman. There you go. He was born with the curse of Kodak. He's, he's the only one who could have been born with it. He wasn't the only one given powers by something else. Born of royal Atlantean blood, Aquaman, an infant prince, the infant prince Orin, was abandoned having blonde hair, which, according to Atlantean myth, signifies the curse of Kordax. The child left for dead was rescued, raised by a light 
housekeeper before eventually discovering his royal heritage and reclaiming his birthright as king of Atlantis. So here we go to the first question to Alex. Uh, what is the best-selling comic book of all time? Is it X-Men number one, Superman number 75, Amazing Spider-Man number 583, or Batman number 428? What is the best-selling comic book of all time? Hmm. What was the first one? What was the first title? X-Men number one, no. Superman number 75, Amazing Spider-Man number 583, or Batman number 428. I'm going to go with Batman, the Batman one. Batman number 428, yeah. Alex goes to. Alex is incorrect. Uh, Gary moves on to the second round. Alex gets his correct, and the game is over, and you owe him $2 billion in debt. We'll see here. Incorrect. Incorrect. Suck it, motherfucker. Uh, Suck it. Garrett, this is, doesn't count for anything, but you want to guess X-Men number one, Superman, or Amazing Spider-Man? I'm going to go with... Superman 75. Superman number 75. That is also incredible. X-Men. X-Men number one. There you go. In 1991, Marvel rebooted the X-Men with four variant covers and a special gatefold cover combining all four versions. X-Men number one sold over 8.1 million copies, making it the best-selling comic book of all time. No fucking book sells that much anymore. They barely, they don't, I don't think a book even reaches a million books. I needed to trust my gut because X-Men was the one I was like, yeah, that, that, that sounds right. And I thought, no, Batman's always number one. Here we go. What supervillain was created when Emil Blonsky accidentally exposed himself to concentrated bursts of gamma rays? If you get this wrong, I'm going to Is judge it you. the leader, Abomination, by Beast, or Doc Sampson? Uh, be Abomination. Abomination, there he goes. Is by Beast an actual character? Um, a spy attempting to steal. I assume so. I've never heard of the by Beast. Uh,. That's what they call me. A <laughs> uh, spy attempting to steal the research of the doctor, Bruce Banner, Emil Blonsky accidentally exposed himself to a contrary burst of gamma rays that transformed him into a green-skinned monster known as the Abomination. Unlike the Hulk, he retained his intelligent personality, but he could not revert back to human form. Uh, there we go. Uh, Garrett passes round two, moves on to round three here. Uh, what Chester Gold character made his first appearance in the Detroit Free Press on October 4th, 1931? Is it Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers, Dick Tracy, or Superman? I'm going to go with Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy uh, is what Garrett picked here, and we will see. Nice. Chester Gold's immortal Dick Tracy made his first appearance in the Detroit Free Press on October 4th, 1931, modeled off the Innovative Sherlock Holmes, Dick Tracy introduced the world to new crime-finding technologies such as the two-way wrist TV and the engineless car that took the detective to the moon. I'm going to switch hands here because my hand's getting tired. Crampy. I can't think of the fuck. I don't think I'm dying tonight, guys. <laughs> you are uh, too hyped up, and I am uh, dying. I think you're taking my life energy. Um, I'm like Rogue. Cool. Here's uh, round four. Garrett moves on. Alex just has to keep on looking as his money uh, is being taken out of his account at this moment. What Superman or superhero grew up on the planet uh, Tamirian? Is it Starfire, Ultra Boy, the Silver Surfer, or Hawkgirl? I think it's Ultra Boy. Ooh, I, th- <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Starfire. 
she did. Uh, she's the youngest daughter of the planet's rulers in order to ward off an alien invasion that threatened to destroy the entire planet. Her family gave her up as a peace offering to the powerful invaders who took her away and enslaved her. Eventually, Starfire escaped her captors and fled to Earth where she joined the Teen Titans. Uh, that's a dark story. Yeah, it's a child slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... even for space aliens, that's pretty mean. Edwin Jarvis serves a butler as a butler to what super team? Avengers, Teen Titans, Fantastic Four, or the Justice League? Wow. Where'd you get this thing, Avengers? Tony Stark first joined the Avengers. He offered his family mansion as the team headquarters. Since that day, Jarvis, the Stark family butler, has maintained his residence in the mansion and has served as a butler to Earth's Mightiest Heroes. See, that makes sense, that butler. Mm-hmm. He's just a worker there. Alfred does not make sense. That's like his father. But we were talking about last week. Why does Alfred still wear the fucking suit? <clears throat> Bruce is like, hey, dude, just wear fucking regular clothes. Yeah. True. I suppose he still has to look the part, though. For what? For people who come by, because randomly everyone... They know that his parents died and Alfred raised them. That's not a secret. Yeah, but he's still the butler. Yeah, all right. Well, let's go to commercial break here, guys. (laughs) Have you ever wanted to eat tuna, but you don't like fish? Introducing... The new actual chicken of the sea. This is chicken that we throw into the sea, uh, and it dies off, and then we cut it up into pieces. Actual chicken of the sea is 100% white chicken meat mixed in with a little salt water, so you have that nice little salt taste and that salt crunch. Now, never ever settle for fake chicken again. We got actual chicken of the sea. It's clucking fucking good. (laughs) Yeah, you can do that on TV. Oh, oh, oh sorry, not laughing. <laughs> back for commercial break. Hey, we're back, guys. Uh, actual chicken of the sea. You know, I used to eat that every single day with a piece of ham and on top of a piece of bread and a little mustard. It's pretty good. Yeah. Was it watered down? <laughs> a little salty. So she had the mustard. Get over salty crunch. <laughs> All right, guys, there we go. We'll go back to the oh, game here. That's good. Uh, number six, which of these super uh, heroes was inhabited by the soul of the ancient Egyptian <sighs> princess after attempting suicide? Black Canary, Hawk Girl, Wonder Woman, or Huntress? Which one of these superheroes was inhabited by the soul? Hawk Girl. Hawk Girl, he says. One of the many in- incarnations of DC's Hawk Girl, Kendra Saunders' body was inhabited by the soul of an ancient Egyptian princess after a traumatic event caused her to attempt suicide. Who was... Oh, here's round number seven. Alex, you getting nervous? You're billion dollars. Who was the first costume superhero? Was it Superman, Arrow, the Crimson Avenger, or the Phantom? Hey, I actually know this one because a buddy told me about it. It would be... What are the last two? Crimson Avenger or the Phantom? The Phantom. The Phantom was the first fictional hero to wear the skin-tight costume, which has become a hallmark of comic book superheroes. His first appearance in a daily news strip on February 17, 1936. At its peak, the strip, the strip was read by over 100 million people daily. Um, Mr. Friend of the Show, our friend of us, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. He, oh, he loves that. Yeah. Old stuff, yeah. yeah. He told me about it. Uh, who was Elvis Presley's favorite superhero? Was it the Green Hornet, Batman, Captain Marvel Jr., or the Silver Surfer? 
what was Elvis Presley's favorite superhero? Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer, he says. Incorrect. So we will move on to Alex's next question. Oh, you want to just do it for fun? All right, here we go. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Green Hornet, Batman, Captain Marvel Jr.? Green Hornet. No? Batman. Batman? Marvel Jr.? Captain Marvel? Not even Marvel Jr. (laughs) (laughs) They're all wrong. Uh, Personally, love reading comic books as a boy. His favorite hero was Captain Marvel Jr. In fact, according to the legend, it was this character that inspired his jet black hair with a curl hanging down in the middle of his front, uh, forehead. Mm. So there you go. Mm. Okay, here we go. Alex, next question. Uh, you get this and uh, kick Garrett out, or you get you don't get this. They're not making an easy question. Uh, hey, I don't pick the questions. I yes, you do. I see you scrolling through the questions. No, it's the second one on this page. Mm-hmm. You guys, I'm just on different pages. I'm going one by one. Mm-hmm. What German American psychiatrist warmed in 1954 books that comic books? Oh, excuse me. Let me start over. What German American psychiatrist warned in a 1954 book that comic books were a serious case of juvenile delinquency? Was it Carl Jaspers, Werner Hyde, Devlin Plug, or Frederick Wernham? I'll let you look at these names because I can't say those names. No, you can't see the answer, Garrett. We're good. I have to click on it. I was it just first. wondering. There we go. So pick one of these. Which one? Carl Jaspers. Carl Jaspers, he says. Uh, why that answer, you think? Looks, I don't know. It's the most German name. Incorrect. It is not Carl Jaspers. Garrett stays alive. You know, for fun, which one, Garrett? Warner, Deltev, or Frederick? Frederick. In a 1954 book, Seduction of the Innocent. German-American psychiatrist Frederick Wernham warned the comic book books were a serious cause of juvenile delinquency. The book was taken seriously at the time and was a minor bestseller that created quite a stir of alarmed parents. As a result, the U.S. Congress inquiry was launched into the comic book industry. In response, the comic book publishers voluntarily established the comic book's code authority to self-censor their titles. There you go. <clears throat> so Garrett stays alive. Uh, he w- didn't answer the... Uh, Elvis won correctly, but he's got two left and to get his money back here. What year was the first modern comic book printed? 1917, 1933, and that nice. is correct. Publishers at East Color Press looking for a way to make better use of their printing equipment, between, which frequently sat idle between jobs, came up with the idea of printing an eight-page comic section that would be folded down from a large broadsheet to a smaller 9 by 12 inch format. The result was the first modern comic book containing reprints of a newspaper comic strip. This experimental title was called Funnies Under the Parade. It was given away for free. It proved so popular, however, the following year, Eastern published the famous Funnies, and it took a bold step in selling the comic for 10 cents. The Enterprise was a smashing success, and Eastern began churning out more comic books on a monthly basis. Other publishers eager to jump in on the profits soon jumped on the bag wagon, and then the comic book industry was born. So I started as being like, hey, what the fuck are we going to do here? Let's do something. <clears throat> Very last one. And I'm going to let you know right away, not hard. Mm, mm. So, uh, Guess I get a million dollars back. Who is a billion? Excuse me. Oh, you want a million back? I'll take a billion. I'll take a billion. Who is? Hold on a second. Before we get there. Where's Ray? 
Who is Luke Cage's best friend and longtime partner in crime fighting? Is it Doctor Strange? Daredevil? The Human Torch? Or Iron Fist? Um, I will tell you with my flaming fist, it's uh, whatever his face is. Shang-Chi. Sorry, what was the last one? <laughs> my final answer is wrong. <laughs> no, uh, Iron Fist. Fist. Iron Fist. That's what I meant. Luke you heard Cage. it here first. Strictly. It was wrong. <laughs> hey, this is Alex dying. This is Alex dying I like the build. I like the build up to no me. No one like, heard it. The man with a Mary. flaming fist. <laughs> Shang-Chi. <laughs> Luke Cage frankly teamed up with a fellow superhero and close friend Iron Fist, who was also uh, his original partner for in Heroes for Hire. There you go. Well, Garrett wins his billion dollars back. That's Alex still owes 50000 uh, Also, Alex's car is going to Garrett. That's yeah. part of the deal. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, we will keep that at... 60000 we'll the We're going to keep that in the garage because uh, Alex gets a chance to rebut. Uh, later down the line, in a different episode, Alex will play again. You have to drive me home. Triple or nothing. So I'm stick that red leather in a black car. I know, right? There we go. That is Wednesday Comics. Wednesday Comics six hundred five at gmail dot com. Uh, that is the email address. Make sure to email us uh, what you think of this week's comic books at DC. Well, the wrong one. At Wednesday Comics. That's the bus on Twitter at Garot twenty one eighty eight at Alex Pastrello. At Marvin underscore Salguero. Uh, 605-215-1849. That's the phone number. How you contact us. Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. That's the Facebook link. YouTube. Find us on YouTube. Wednesday Comics. You can see the gauntlet with these two. And uh, that just came out uh, this last Thursday. Uh, Garrett, we have a book club. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents Marvels, written by Kurt Busaic with art by Alex Ross. There you go. Uh, the book here we'll be reviewing in a couple of weeks. Um, Roots of the Swamp Thing.com, your definitive source for all things Swamp Thing. Make sure to visit him at DC World Swampy on Twitter or Roots of the Swamp Thing on Facebook. Also, Roots of the Swamp Thing.com. He is currently looking for. Uh, writers and contributors for the next uh, volume of Holland Files. So go ahead and do that there. Um, you know what? Not a bad week of comics. Okay. That's pretty good. That's all right. Okay. 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 Uh, I think Mortal Hulk made up for a lot of it. It was yeah. really good. Was so good. I think a lot of the ones that still have sitting in Mistake Only Five Left are more exciting to read than some of these ones we had read. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Here we go. Fucking fucking. <laughs> That's all right. That one of these would actually be the one I want to listen to, but it's not. So who knows? Um, yeah, some good books. Mortal Hulk, I think, made up for it. I'm really excited to see where that goes. Invaders, I uh, want to see where that goes. Uh, we got some clunkers called uh, Event Leviathan. You know what? The, even the title, we should have known. Say event. Yeah. When the title's event, it's like, oh, that's stupid. I know it's called Leviathan. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Maybe because that yeah, one comic. One wonder, but then that's why that book got canceled by Lehman was due to this book coming out. Really? Because I think they were going to have Leviathan as the title, oh. and then to turn out they didn't. They called the event Leviathan, so they ridiculous. Oh yeah, that's why you remember they had to change it. Mm-hmm. You are correct, and now they made it event Leviathan, so he could have kept it Leviathan. Nope. What a piece of shit. Bendis, I'm blaming you. Uh, what else will we read? Catwoman. Catwoman. That's fine. Catwoman. Detective. Okay. Fine. Immortal Hulk and Invader still are good enough. Yeah, it was a, it, There's get, too many DCs. Guys, we only did five books this week because like, really nothing was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, of we get. Yeah, that we all three could get. 
That's why Marvin and I talked about Catwoman. Uh, you contributed. It's shit. Don't read it. Next week looks fantastic, guys. Gideon Falls. Captain Garbage. America. Garbage. Uh, Garbage. Superman Year One. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Uh, Go Go Power Rangers. Uh, the Are you going to get conclusion? Uh, year One. Yeah. It's three issues. All those books. It's like, why yeah, not? Yeah, dummy. Garbage. So, hey, here's the thing. Dan was okay. I like Dan a lot. Uh, except for their choice to change things. And uh, and I got censored in my digital version. Excuse me. Don't touch my shit. Um, and then the next one, last uh, night on Earth, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you know what? So not, so they don't have a good bad track record. So is, It's Black Label? Yeah, yeah. it's Black Label. Oh. So, Even if uh, it wasn't, jump on it. Garbage. That's why there was a dick in it. Super dick. He's standing on top Watch of that dick. This. Because that's and what happens. We'll see the, the last vinegar stroke. We got of the bat world. dong. Now we got spooter. Uh, <laughs> we got bat dong. Now we got uh, Superman schlong. Super wang. Super schlong. <laughs> Super schlong. <laughs> uh, for Wednesday comics, I've been Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey everyone, keep turning those pages. And Superman just killed us all. Clucking <laughs> fucking. <laughs>